The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to our midweek Advent services as we gather around God's holy word and bring our prayer and praises to him. This Advent series this year will focus on the saints of Advent, uh, St. Nicholas, St. Lucia, and St. Catherine von Bora. So that will be the theme for our worship for our midweek Advent. Please note, one note in the service, the best way to follow along is to place your bulletin in the back of the hymnal. Please note that we will be singing, um, after the Venite, we'll be singing Psalm 80. Psalm 80, so you may want to mark that, verses 1 through 7, and we will sing that responsively. I'll sing the odd verses, and please join in singing the even verses. That's it for our service announcements. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship. God, to deliver me. to save us.
Behold, the Lord comes to save us. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. You are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth.
Hebrews chapter 13. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life. Imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings. For it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, which have not benefited those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good, to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders who submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. O oh Lord, have mercy on us. A reading from St. Mark, the 10th chapter. And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them. The disciples rebuked them, but when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. O oh Lord, have mercy on us. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. chapter 13. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. These are the words I am certain that Santa Claus uttered from his lips in 325 AD at the Council of Nicaea, Constantinople, in the face of the false teacher and heretic Arius. For those of you adults, 
Arius was a modern-day Jehovah's Witness. For you children, what that means is he didn't believe that Jesus was true God. Arius denied that doctrine that Jesus is true God in the flesh, and his false teaching was leading many people astray from the truth of God's inerrant inspired word. Santa Claus, or Saint Nicholas, was one of the bishops of the early church who produced, who helped in producing the creed that we confess every Sunday. You heard me correctly. Santa Claus was part of writing that creed. There was a Santa Claus. Oh, I'm not talking about the silly little fat Santas you see walking around today wearing those funny red suits and white beards. I'm talking about the real person, Saint Nicholas. Santa Claus comes from the Dutch, Sinta Claus, Saint Claus, Saint Nicholas. Saint Nicholas was born to a very wealthy family in a place called Asia Minor, Asia Minor, which we now call Turkey. Having become a Christian, Nicholas chose not to pursue a life of riches, but instead devoted his life to the church. He became a church worker. By the way, you boys and girls ought to think about that, becoming a church worker, like St. Nicholas. We don't know much about him or what even he even looked like for sure. He may have had a gray long beard. The clothing that he wore looked a lot like what Pastor Mac and I wear each and every Sunday, or what I'm wearing right now, these vestments. You see, he wore these kind of clothes because he was a shepherd, a pastor. He later became a bishop in the church. Now, a bishop is a fancy name. It's a pastor who has been put in charge of watching out for the teaching and the practices of pastors in the churches where he serves. In the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, we call them district presidents, like Pastor John Willie, who watches out to make sure that what we as pastors and teachers are preaching and teaching are in line with the Word of God and that we're not having people stray away from it. Nicholas had a difficult calling. The city of Myra, which he served, was a naughty city, full of all sorts of strange teachings and false ways of living. Nicholas was a good and faithful pastor. Nicholas became well-knowing, known for being a good preacher of the word of Jesus and doing it faithfully week in and week out. For calling sinners to repentance unto the forgiveness of sins, Nicholas, like most pastors, loved the people of the congregation he was called to serve. He was known for his mercy and his compassion, especially that which he 
showed to the poor people of the city, especially the little children. Nicholas heard Jesus' words in the gospel, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. He would provide clothing and shoes and food and other things to those in need. As a pastor, he saw to it that the church would care for these people. Perhaps his giving of gifts, especially to poor children, is what became part of the tradition that we now call Santa Claus. There are other many stories about Pastor Nicholas and how he cared for those in need. The real, he, did, he, cared, he didn't care if the children were naughty or nice. He knew that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Nicholas was most interested in delivering to people the most precious gift of all, Jesus, and his forgiveness for you. Nicholas proclaimed the Christmas gospel. I think you children know it, and perhaps you can say it with me. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This shall be the sign to you. You shall find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. What a wonderful message for you. This is the best gift of all. And Nicholas wanted everybody to know that we are saved by God's grace through faith in Jesus alone. So it's appropriate that Santa Claus is dressed in red. Symbolizing Christ's blood shed for you on the cross that washes away all your sins and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Nicholas believed this with his whole heart. He confessed that faith boldly and clearly, even the face of false teachers. You know what history tells us? That at this Council of Nicaea, when Arius was spouting off his false doctrine, that Nicholas got a little bit angry. He was a sinner too, and he stood up and he slapped him on the face. Arius was trying to change the clear teaching of God's holy word. He was denying that Jesus is true God from all eternity. Nicholas knew better, and he marked those words well. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried by strange teachings. When the eternal Son of the Father became incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man, he joined our flesh and blood forever. He did not just adopt the body of a man, as Arius was teaching, but he became flesh of our flesh. He is the eternal God. St. John teaches us that in his gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have behold it, beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of the Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit, 
of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And on the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven. And he will come again to judge both the living and the dead. That was Santa Claus's confession. It is the confession of the church. Why make such a big fuss over all this? Why speak these creeds each and every day? Nicholas would say, and he is correct, so that you might have forgiveness, life, salvation, so that you might have God's gifts. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We need more confessors of the Christian faith. We need more pastors. Boys and girls, think about becoming a church worker, a pastor, or a teacher. We need people to stand up and say, Thus saith the Lord. People of faith who will boldly say, Jesus is, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the same yesterday, forever. Pastors and teachers who are willing to be confessors, even in the face of opposition and opinion polls. The word of God does not change. It is sure and certain. It gives and bestows forgiveness. And that's what this season is all about. The baby Jesus, born to save you, to take away your sin and death and give you forgiveness and eternal life. He dies that you might live forever. No Santa Claus? Of course there is. He is with us whenever we are together confessing the Nicene Creed. In fact, he's there with all the saints and angels and archangels as we gather around the altar, Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus, St. Nicholas lives. He lives because he was baptized and believed in Jesus Christ who was conceived and born and died and lives, reigns to all eternity. So Santa Claus, St. Nicholas would say to you, have a Merry Christmas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We stand together to sing the canticle, hymn number 936.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you have always given to your church on earth faithful shepherds such as Nicholas to guide and feed your faith. Make all pastors diligent to preach your holy word and administer your means of grace and grant your people wisdom to follow in the way that leads to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Please be seated. Before our final hymn, we are, will call up those who are celebrating baptismal birthdays and invite them to come up and kneel at the rail for a blessing. Once they come up, we will then sing the concluding hymn. Emmett Rick. Hendrik Nanhoff. Benjamin Perez. Mrs. Melcher. Lucy Leipheim. Autumn Utah. Yvonne Barkley and Ezra Custodian.